Welcome to the New Visionary Podcast, where you will hear conversations with artists and creative entrepreneurs from around the globe. From art and creativity to education and business, this podcast features discussions with some of the most inspirational visionaries in today's art world. I'm your host, Victoria J. Fry, and I can't wait to get started. Let's dive in. Welcome to the first episode of our podcast. I am so happy that you are here with us today. My name is Victoria, and I'm a Brooklyn-based artist and founder of Visionary Art Collective, which is a contemporary art and education platform based here in Brooklyn, New York. Before we dive in, I wanted to use this first episode really as an opportunity to tell you a little bit about my company, Visionary Art Collective, and our magazine, New Visionary Mag. And I also thought I would tell you about myself and my story as an artist and creative entrepreneur and how that relates to the work I'm doing for Visionary Art Collective right now. So we're going to rewind. We're going to take it back to early 2020 for a moment, a few months before the pandemic hit. So at this time, I was teaching art and I was also writing a blog that served as an outlet for me. It was something... It it was truly a creative outlet during um, a stressful time in my life, and it was a way for me to connect with artists and art educators from around the world during a period when I was feeling really disconnected from any kind of art community. And looking back, I realized that I had actually felt pretty disconnected from other artists and art communities since graduating from art school in 2012. So to tell you a little bit more about this, um, when I graduated, you know, I went to an amazing art school here in New York City, but when I graduated, I felt like my community completely disappeared overnight. Um, The year following graduation was really, really challenging for me, but what kept me going, the sort of silver lining is that I was selected to be part of the Guggenheim Museum's Learning Through Art program, which gave me an insight into art education. It allowed me to work within the museum and also at public schools in Brooklyn. And I learned through this program that I absolutely loved teaching. I loved working with children, with young adults in a creative setting. And so it really motivated me to kind of take this route um, as an artist, but also as an educator. So I went on to get my master's degree from Maine College of Art and Design, and then I moved out to California for five years, where I taught in San Francisco and Los Angeles. Alongside my teaching career, I was also developing my work as an artist. I was painting whenever I could. But despite having degrees from two amazing art schools, and they really are incredible institutions, I really lacked the practical skills needed to advance my art career. I literally did not know the first thing about submitting my work, uh, reaching out to curators, building a collector base. I didn't know any of it. So I made a decision to start investing in workshops, courses, classes, mentorship programs, And I made a commitment to myself that I would learn as much as I possibly could about navigating the art world and advancing my own career as an artist. So while all of this was positive and moving me in the right direction, I couldn't shake this feeling, though, of of disconnection. I just felt so disconnected from an art community. I would often think back to my days um, at the School of Visual Arts or at Maine College of Art and Design and really miss that sense of camaraderie with fellow artists and creatives. I missed having professors that would give me feedback, and I just miss being part of a creative community. 
Um, I had also lost touch with so many of the, you know, classmates that I went to school with. So when I launched my blog in early 2020, it really was a way for me to find that sense of connection again. And I found that with every artist I interviewed for my blog, uh, because my blog at the time was really centered around interviews with artists and educators, I found that with every interview, I felt more connected to fellow artists. And I realized it was like this epiphany that I had where, you know, I realized that I had to create my own community rather than waiting for one to find me. So that was a really big mental shift that I experienced in early 2020. And as much as I loved my blog, and I I really did love writing it, I soon began to think about how I could take it up a notch and turn this blog into something that was more impactful. So one silver lining of the pandemic, despite how treacherous it was for so many people, the silver lining, and I'm sure many artists can relate to this, is that it gave me time. For the, for the first time in my adult life, I was afforded about a six-month period to just... Uh, focus on my work and really dive deep and think about how I was going to turn this blog into a global platform. And I, I spent a lot of time really envisioning how to do that and what, you know, what the vision would be and how I could create an impact through it. So at the start of the pandemic, I took a few months to first get really clear on my vision And I decided that I wanted to launch a global art platform that would provide artists and art educators with opportunities and resources to show their work and connect with each other. I also knew that I wanted to work with artists um, through mentorship. I wanted to mentor artists to help them overcome the obstacles that I faced when I graduated from art school. So after a few months of building my platform and working behind the scenes, Visionary Art Collective was born. And in the last two years, it has certainly shifted and evolved, but the core mission has remained the same. So I'm going to tell you just a little bit now about what Visionary Art Collective, also known as VAC, I often refer to it as VAC, uh, what it looks like today in uh, 2022. So at the moment, VAC has two main branches. The first branch is Artist Features, which includes interviews published to our website on a weekly basis, virtual exhibits throughout the year where we partner up with amazing established guest curators, and now our magazine, which I'm so excited about. Our magazine highlights the work of artists and teaching artists around the world, And our podcast, which, oh my goodness, I try not to use the word excited too many times, but I am beyond excited to launch this podcast series. And this podcast will really give me the opportunity to engage in meaningful conversations with creative individuals from all over the globe and share them with you. So I could not be more thrilled about that. So that's kind of the first branch. The second branch is centered around education. So it includes our mentorship program and free educational resources. We even have resources centered around contemporary artists to make it easier for art educators to diversify their curriculum and spotlight some of the amazing artists who are alive and working today which I think is really important for children of all ages to see. And when I was in the classroom as an art educator, it was really challenging for me to find resources uh, to teach about artists of color, to teach about contemporary artists. There just wasn't much online. 
but we also have a ton of resources in there for emerging artists who are just getting started. And those are super helpful and they are all free and accessible. So when I was thinking about my favorite part of VAC, it was kind of hard to narrow it down because I love all that we do. I'm so passionate about it. But I would have to say for me, finding a sense of community through VAC after so many years has been really impactful on so many levels and connecting with inspirational artists and curators. It has just been by far the most meaningful part of this journey. Something else that has been really cool is seeing the artists who we feature on our platform connect with each other. Um, oftentimes when we have a group show, a virtual exhibit, the artists will follow each other on Instagram and connect. And some of them have even met in person, which has been really rewarding to see as well. So this podcast is really an extension of our platform. It is a place where I intend to hold space for artists, for curators, educators, creative individuals to share their stories, also to learn a little bit more about the journeys of creative entrepreneurs. And I truly believe that through these conversations, we can learn and grow as artists, but also as humans. So I want to just thank you again for tuning in today. I can't wait to share our first interview, which will be available next episode. I am so grateful for your support, and I really hope that you enjoy this podcast. Thank you for being here and for joining us on this journey. Thank you for tuning in and supporting our platform. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes or tag us on Instagram. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.